0: You're listening to The Couch Viewing Podcast. And this week we're talking about Gran Torino. I'm here with Amy. Hello. Eli. Hello. And Welly. Hello. So Gran Torino is a film about uh, a racist old war vet who reluctantly becomes the sort of local hero in his Asian community and then basically we just follow his journey from there. I think one of my favourite facts about this film that I learnt while doing a bit of research is this is the only film where Clint Eastwood has lost a gunfight. Hmm. This film had a budget of £33 million, made a box office of £270 million, uh, was shot over 33 days. Um, I absolutely love this film. It was my choice this week. I'm giving it five stars. I think it is so well written. I think the characters are good fun. I think it does some interesting stuff. Great film. Amy?
1: Oh, Lord. Um, I'm going to give it a four out of five. I think it was a very good film, but just in places, the acting wasn't all there. And uh, other than that, I think it was a good film. It just wasn't... I can't really articulate why it wasn't completely... A five out of five for me other than the script in places but even even yeah. then it was just such a moving film such a great story and i really liked it so it's four out of five
2: yeah. eli uh similar to amy um i really enjoyed the whole thing really um i think there was a few yeah a few little things took me out of it uh namely the acting on with, with a few of the side characters uh, but i'd give it a, a four and a half mm-hmm. and then finally welly uh
3: yeah i'm in a similar boat um a very good film i think i don't think there's much that brings it down so i do rate it about a 4.5 um i feel like that might drop to a 4 with a bit of discussion but for now it's a 4.5
0: i think the first thing i'm going to say is likely to be one of the things that drops amy's um vote
1: oh no first thing
0: to say about this film is the reason you guys have picked up on a lot of the um the acting and stuff is this film put out an open an open casting call in the Hmong communities in different cities in America to get the Hmong cast? Yeah, that's cool. So they are genuine. Well, oh,
1: that doesn't drop my.
0: Uh... No, no. I imagine that wouldn't. However, in later years, um, the actor who played Tao, Ben Wang, uh, has come out, uh, you uh. know, saying he didn't appreciate the sort of movie slurs and insensitivity and stuff, which is a, one discussion to have. Um, but he also, you know, talked about uh, the film. Um, uh, he criticised the the way the Hun community is, uh, the monk community, sorry, is portrayed in this film.
3: Right.
1: Does he criticise it in the sense that it's inaccurate, or just that it's from the perspective of a racist?
0: Um, I imagine it is inaccurate. Is the part he is criticising as yeah. it was a form. When you have such a big Hmong cast, you know, it makes sense to do some some sensible. You know, ask them about it. Yeah. it's interesting though because this film it was sort of surrounded by the the Hmong community because the actual writers worked at a steel mill when they were writing this um, and they knew a lot of Hmong people
1: that's interesting
0: but the discussion to have of this film goes out and out with its racial slurs and insensitivities
1: yeah. it really does
0: you all think about that
3: Um, I don't think uh, I learned a lot of new words watching um <laughs> And I, I'm, I hope not to add to your everyday no, not from my, my vocabulary. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm no better off for learning those words. And uh, there was a, there was a lot, uh, perhaps too much.
1: Yeah.
3: I
0: mean,
1: I mean, it's difficult because obviously I don't really know much about the community, the co- or any of the communities that are getting insulted in, in uh, throughout this film. But from my perspective, it does show, sort of an attitude of people of that age that does exist so I'm not mad at the inclusion of it I would just say if it has uh, offended people of the Hmong community or of, of other communities then it probably shouldn't fly but from my perspective it's something that does exist and we hear about it and we see people talking like that and being racist so showing it isn't necessarily bad in itself but I think showing it in a way that might offend people it's kind of a hard line to to walk along
3: i i agree so much with that because it is so obviously the movie doesn't portray walt in the at least in the early part until he like has his character arc as like a good person we we shouldn't be agreeing with the stuff he's saying and like the racist stuff that he keeps on saying towards the end we shouldn't be agreeing to but i feel as if as he started growing as a person he could have started saying the insults less and less so he doesn't come across as a complete racist from start to finish
2: i think that's that's true but i think that would kind of uh, imply that he's you know he's now a good person and now he's ab- absolved of of all the previous wrongs that he did you know like it, like he wasn't fixed by uh by president but like but like that i feel like by making him no longer a racist and like no longer saying the words that obviously he'd been saying for the past 50 years or whatever you know but like I think I don't think it would have
3: but to to have him continue saying them after you start to see like the, the Hmong people get more comfortable with him and whatnot, and him be more comfortable with them it's sort of I know For for like people who are older and like not easily as pers- as persuaded by things it's just like yeah he's still being racist but for other people it might be a bit of a blurred line like oh these people are accepting him he's accepting them but he's still using those words therefore are those words okay to say because n- at no point does like anybody say you know what walt you're can you stop calling me that that's like, highly offensive. They just accept it and he continues saying it. Which I don't think. I
0: think the interesting thing with this film is, um, you know, Tarantino gets to talk it talked about a lot. He loves the N word in his films. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, criticize him for that. So it is the, the sort of line of, you know, portraying, you know, you can comfortably portray a character as a racist without having to say the N word a million times or have them say a million different slurs. Like, you know, there, you can go about it another way. So is there a need for it? Should you have it? You know, I think it's an interesting thing. Also with Amy saying, you know, if Hmong people are, you know, offended by it, then we shouldn't have it. But again, with that, like it's a, uh, you know, if some are offended and some aren't, you know, where do you draw the line? I think it's, I think it's an interesting thing. And I think a lot of people fail to sort of see that it's not, you know, uh, just him, just, you know, Clint Eastwood rolling around saying these things. It is, you know, the perspective of some guy who has been in a war with these people has picked up all the racist views fair enough because of that, you know, that then comes with his age as well, he's set in his ways. So I think it is an interesting... I can see both sides of it. Um, yeah. I think, yeah I, think a, I, I think his character, it you know, I think... Obviously, like Wellie said, you can definitely have him as he becomes less racist and stuff. You can tone down that stuff. Funnily enough, I didn't really see it as him becoming less racist, I think he just accepted those people, like yeah. it was a
1: <laughs> yeah. I feel
0: he was the sort of hard-ass who it's not like he is, you know by the end of it, goody two shoes, not a racist I think it's, I'm sure he's still equally a racist, I just oh, think I... it's he's gone on with those people, he likes them they are his family now
3: I think he was definitely l- less racist not, you know it was his sort of potatoes potatoes, but he was definitely like had made some improvement on his original oh yeah 100% racist self
0: a thing i really did like as well they did with this film with the racism was they did pair him with an asian old lady who was equally just racist towards him
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah i yeah. liked that as well so i liked
0: that they didn't just have it as oh only white people are racist they did you know yeah. go the full distance to have the other people racist because they also had in the scene where the two sets of gangs are driving past each other they had people yeah. in both gangs shouting, "Go back to your own country,"
1: yes. which yeah. is just quite
0: funny because it is like, you know, American Asians and American Mexicans just shouting, "Go back to your own country" at each other.
3: Yeah. Yeah, which is like, you know, gangs do tend to be quite, um, well, a fair few gangs tend to be don't don't tend to mix races and whatnot, so yeah. it's quite inaccurate.
2: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean
3: yeah. not saying that I'm that knowledgeable on American gangs. Like
2: but. I was going to say before, um. I think it is like quite a um, an accurate representation, I guess, of, of like casual racism of like when you see like, you know, he goes into the barbers and slurs Jewish people and, and, uh, and all, all sorts. And then he goes like when he goes to the construction site, similar thing. And like, I think the fact that it is, it's shown as like a commonplace thing is kind of less, I mean, I guess maybe it's like
0: a bit of commentary. I'd be stretching, but in... yeah. See, that's because that's I think the interesting thing of like I think you know because it was the, the guy who played Towels came out and said that you know he wasn't happy with it because he also said that um, he found it unnerving the laughter that the, slur, the the slurs elicited in theaters predominantly with white audiences.
1: Oh yeah. no, yeah, come um,
0: on, that wouldn't. Which I think to be fair, your audience is going to be predominantly white in America because the predominant of like yeah. that's the majority of the population. Yeah especially in wealthier places that are likely going to the cinemas more often. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, um but I also do think it's an interesting like you know, you like I said, oh, you can portray it without it. So is it necessary?
2: Right. I mean,
0: does it, you know, like because you can you can make that film where he doesn't make those comments about the Jews, where he can make, he doesn't make, you know, he maybe says one or two, you know, racial things, racial slurs, we sort of see his stance, but he can portray that in other ways. Mm. Mm. So is it necessary to continually have him doing that?
1: Yeah, I feel like maybe probably not. Yeah, I mean, actually, I think, I think
2: it does. The fact that it is a continual thing does does kind of show that you know people aren't as that easily changed, I guess. And and people, especially from that era, and like, um, you hear a lot of a lot of people, you know, from wars especially is like they they're stuck in the because they were driven to the hatred of the people they were fighting. Which like is kind of like a, uh, it's a, I mean it's a tragedy really, because you know you will you here, you know what would it be like ninety year olds or whatever uh, who fought in World War Two, who like will not talk to German people, just they just refuse to, because it's just like a it's just been inbuilt to them, to just despise that group of people for, for the sake of war, and I, and I think that that's you know something that it does kind of show. Is that he does? He, you know, he struggles to get past yeah.
0: that. I think for me as well, you've really got to accept that this is, as an art form, I think you've got to let them be edgy. <laughs> for the sake of when you when you let them be edgy and you let you know Tarantino have the M word load, you let Clint Eastwood throw around all these racial slurs. You do see the like the boundaries and stuff in like at the extreme example of you know these these medias are still you know hugely popular with this amount. Of stuff and you get like a bit of a I don't know insight into the sort of world of like we can accept this as a story with this amount of stuff and I I don't know I find it an interesting like you know letting the arts go at it obviously real world life people aren't doing that people aren't running around like that unless they are genuine extreme
3: yeah it's um I mean
0: racist like you know but then white audiences and you know any other audiences laughing at this you know does that say they are racist or does it, you know
3: I mean, if you're, like, um hearing him say the slurs and laughing at the slurs, like, that's funny because he just called, the, like, a person a slur, then, you know, that's not okay. But if you're, like, laughing at the film for its genuinely funny moments, and it's sort of, and that, it's, yeah, that's okay. You film. can laugh at the funny moments, just don't laugh at the racial slurs.
0: Because this film is genuinely comedic gold. They do phenomenally well with it.
1: There is some really good comedy. It's a film
0: that sort of opens and you expect it to be like a sad sort of just drama. And it so quickly gets going that it's just very humorful. Mm. I think one of my favorite jokes early on is when Walt steps out onto his porch, spits at the Asian old lady across the street, and she just (laughs) matches it back with like the most disgusting, huge spit back at him. Yeah, it, yeah he... it's such a good like. Uh, instantly, you sort of see the tone, and I, I love yeah. it.
1: Yeah, it's definitely self-aware in its comedy for sure. Yeah, I
0: mean,
2: like a, a lot of a lot of lines from like from Eastwood, are like just surprisingly just like come out of nowhere and are just hilarious, which like you wouldn't yeah. really expect from you know him as an actor, but he he does yeah. does uh, it's got good um good delivery.
0: But no, I think that is my favorite bit of True the film. It's, this is the only film where he hasn't lost a gun. Where he lost a gunfight, sorry. Yeah.
1: That's amazing. <laughs> yeah.
3: He didn't. I wouldn't say he lost a gunfight. I mean, well, he, he definitely did.
1: He brought a lighter he to got a gunfight.
3: Gun,
0: what idiot brings a lighter like to a gunfight? It's yeah, not both, like it was a surprise gunfight. He knew that was going to be a gunfight. Yeah.
1: yeah, he went ahead and confessed before before going. If he
3: doesn't have a gun. If he doesn't have a gun, is it really a gunfight? Yes, if if both, if someone if says, parties, "Okay,
0: you and me, we're gonna have a gunfight here tomorrow night," and you go, "Okay," and you don't turn up with a gun, yeah, you've and lost then the that's gun not
3: fight. a gunfight. That you've just shot me. <laughs>
0: what about what about like the the saying, you
2: know, "Bring a knife to a gunfight." You're you're still you're bringing a knife, and it is a gunfight. Yeah.
3: Well, there can still be a gunfight going on between other people. You, you're right, just there right. with a
0: knife. Yeah, no, I think another great joke that came out of nowhere for me was the um when Sue was with her boyfriend walking down they get harassed by the black guys. Uh yeah. Then as Walt's sort of shooing everyone off, the the boyfriend of Sue just shouts out like way to go, old man <laughs> And like in without missing a beat of like insulting the black people, just turns to him and goes, Shut up, pussy <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah, I did like that. Like that was that was the first well, I suppose the spitting scene was, was funny as well. Well, that's the first time it took a like proper comedic turn. I was like, ah, this film's going to be funny, isn't it? Because I was just expecting like quite a dramatic two hours. Mm. But I was pleasantly surprised by the
0: humour within. It's also got great moments of like the, all the gifts being put on his porch. The next shot is him putting them all in the bin and just piling up the bin with them.
1: I... Then, of course, he liked... Goes around the corner again, and there's yeah. more. Yeah,
3: I like those little clips throughout the film because they keep coming back to them throughout the film. And then in one of the later ones, one of them brings food up, and he's like, "No, no, no," and he's like, sniffs a little closer, and he's like, oh, yeah. "Is that?" Yeah. Once he's, he's like, eaten up the house, he's <laughs> suddenly like, inside. "This food is
0: good." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. I was going to mention because they do like mirror a couple of those things of have the sort of start. He's like, "No, no, no," and then by the end, it's like, "Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, it's wholesome." Awesome change.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of, like, mirroring throughout the film, because, like, you know, the film starts and ends with the funeral. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got, like, um, near the beginning, we've got Tao stealing the Gran Torino, and then at the end he gets it. And there's, like, there's a lot of, like, you know, uh, mirroring from this. yeah Like, the change is nice.
3: Did you did any of you find it weird that, like, the Waltz kids were sad at his funeral? Well, it seemed to be sad. But didn't seem to be sad at their mother's funeral. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah, s- nobody bothered, except Walt seemed to be bothered at, at um, their mother's funeral. Who's just. Yep. Uh, th- there's that one kid who says, uh, "Spectacles, uh, testicles, says wallet, and watch." Yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah. Then there's the the other kid on their on their phone, and they're all just smiling, sat there, and it's like, what? That's not. I mean, I suppose that's not a disingenuous reaction from kids to be there. Sort of not really knowing what's going on. Yeah,
2: and then but most of the time kids are just arseholes, aren't they? Even then,
3: <laughs> but even then, <laughs> for kids of like, the age that I, f- I suspect they were, because one of them said they were off to
0: Uni or college, yeah. was it? Yeah.
3: yeah, And the, and they were, the others were about they looked about around 10, if not a bit older, a bit younger. It's like, even at that age, you've you've developed enough emotionally to know, like at a funeral, to not be an absolute dickhead. Yeah. Not all kids. Some kids will still be.
0: I did like that scene, know, though. But, but no, like, the one thing I thought of when going through that same thought process was maybe like, you know, the mum was just dying of like some ailment and they all sort of knew it was coming. So they'd grieved for a while. With Walt, you've got to remember. He got shot. Like he got murdered. Yeah, like Yeah. That he is was out of the blue. Was like, unexpected.
3: Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: outwardly fine. Yeah. You know, and then just like suddenly, you know, thirty bullet holes in him.
3: I um I also think that maybe it was like a directional choice rather than have Walt because rather than have everybody at the funeral 100%. sad and Walt be very distraught, they had Walt be sad and everybody be... Not destroy at all it, to to not push, like to not make because it's like almost impossible to show like a lot of yeah. sadness while still be collecting at a funeral. So they were like, okay, just show that Walt's way more upset at this um this death than everybody else. Let's just have everybody else acting like it's normal, and Walt be
0: sad. I think it wasn't even that. At I I, th- I think it was more of like a, this is our first introduction to the characters. We'll have Walt grumpy at the front. we'll have everyone else just sort of you know getting on with their lives as it were like the kids are just happy joking the brothers are bitching about their dad
3: yeah like I'm pretty sure it was just a directional choice and a story choice to set up the characters better and rather rather than just you can't really do that in like a sad opening scene so just throw it out the window but you need a reason to have everybody together So,
0: yeah, I really do like in this film though the way they they set up Walt's family as like a, the distant and then as you go through the mm. film with them that sort of distance stays and then it all like culminates in that final will reading scene. I just think it's mm. so good because it's like you completely oh, see like yeah. his kids, Walt's kids like sort of wanting to meet Walt on their own terms. Like it's, you know, they because what is it? They um they like for their birthday and stuff, you know, they turn up with gifts to, you know, that they've... are like, for real, like, old people. They're not for... Like, if you would know Walt, you would know these are not the gifts for him. Like, phone uh-huh. with giant numbers on. Mm. And, like, grabbing stick. Yeah. Like, these are not the gifts for Walt.
1: <laughs> oh, it's awful. Like, and they're yeah. talking
0: about putting him into a retirement <laughs> home and stuff. Like, it shows that there is that distance there and that they're not really, you know, close at all.
1: Oh, it's so yeah. sad. Yeah, because
3: I think in the... In the original funeral scene you kind of get the vibe that everyone's sort of a bit of an bit of an arsehole. Like you don't really think anybody's being nice. Then you sort of, I think not the kids, but with the with the um with Walt's kids. Um you get the idea that like Walt might have been um uh, a bit distant with them and like that's they sort of resent him a bit and like Sort of a tough relationship, and you're sort of siding with the kids a bit, like, Walt's well, kids a bit more. I, I I, was, anyway. And then you go later on through the movie when they do that, and you're just like, Why you, you are massive arseholes? Like, yeah, it's, it's like, What? He's like, the, the, He's yeah, shown no signs of not being capable of living in this house on his own. And you're just coming in, like, Yeah, go on, we, we won the house, get out, go on. Old people's home.
0: I also do love cause it's then the the the, the girl talking about getting the Grand Torina like, What are you gonna do with it when you're dead? <laughs> and then at the end sorry, she's expecting sorry, it God. and it's like a proper like Yeah.
1: She didn't deserve it.
3: She didn't at all. Neither did she deserve that bloody couch or whatever she wanted. No.
0: I love though that my favourite part of Will Reading though is that when they give when he gives the house to the church, because, like, okay. it's what she would have wanted. And the look on their face is like a, for fuck's sake.
2: Yeah. I feel like that is more just, like, just to just to fuck with yeah. them. Yeah.
0: It, I feel that really, yeah. like, you know, ties up the sort of culmination of a, you're not his family, really.
2: Also, what's the church going to do with a house?
0: Some churches have houses for their, like, uh, you know, ministers to live in. when So oh, okay. when you assign a new minister oh, to a yeah, church, yeah. you give them the house.
1: Oh, right.
3: I don't think that's a very...
1: Um, I did not know that.
3: ...British thing, but it's very definitely American.
0: So what did you make of Tao and uh, Walt's love story, their journey together? Yeah. yeah very it's,
2: wholesome. It's very endearing. Yeah I, yeah, I liked it. Definitely like, helps you warm up to Walt. Yeah. Because um, yeah. he kind of seemed more like a human being. You know?
3: I think he could have, you know, as I said, cut back on the racial slurs a bit has the relationship
2: built but yeah but like you could kind of tell there was like obviously I'm not excusing it but there's less there's less um I mean like hate like yeah, like but... come through with them like they they're just they're
0: just words to be associated even with it's... even if they're mates
3: now and it's used more endearingly it's still a racial well, I think
0: the good example of that is he's good friends with the construction guy and the barber guy and he throws like irish insults at the irish construction guy, he throws Italian insults at the uh, Italian barber. Like, yeah,
1: everyone in his life is, everyone, is, yeah. yeah. Huh?
0: But he's very good friends with them, and he shows that, so it, I do like they do show that, you know, he is, he's racist to everyone, friends and foe alike. Yeah, I mean, like, and the, the fact that that is normal for yeah, him. that they, they make it sort of clear, I think, nicely that that's his character. Yeah.
2: And I think that the point, generally, is that he was, like, a good person, in, like, in everything. He was generally, he wasn't uh cheering about how he splattered people's heads against the walls and stuff you know he 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 didn't what was it he didn't regret it or he didn't
0: what was the can't remember
2: but um yeah he he you know he he acknowledged that it was just a terrible yeah. thing it felt awful and uh a lot of the things he did obviously came out of compassion and 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 love for the for the family
0: because i think the um, best thing in the film that shows how much of a good guy he is is that when the gang are taking Tao off uh, from their like porch, he goes up to them. He obviously tells everyone to get off his lawn, and when he's talking to the gang, he's pointing his gun at them. And then when they're gone, it shows he is a good guy. He d- instantly drops the gun when he's talking to the family, mm. like he is like a you know threat's gone. I can talk to you a bit more like people. Then the other really good thing that shows it is when the old lady across the street drops all her shopping and the kids walk past. He yeah. gets up to go and do it, but then Tao beats him there.
3: I mean, you say the, the point in the gun thing though, but then he does, um, when he looks out the window and sees um, the people delivering presents, he does then go out with his gun and point it straight at the people, who are clearly not doing anything malicious.
0: <laughs> he didn't yeah. point his gun at them when they were on his porch.
3: He did. He walked out with his gun and like he had it pointed. He dropped it fairly fast.
0: But he that. didn't come yeah. out with it pointing, yeah, at them. like it was a. It wasn't. He was pointing at them. It was. He came out with it, prepped, considering he'd had a gang on his front lawn the night before.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I might. Yeah.
0: It wasn't yeah. like a, he stepped out, saw people leaving parcels of food, and then raised his gun.
3: <laughs> no, he definitely did that. It wa- like
0: it was a. He was on his guard because someone had yeah. tried to steal his car a couple nights ago. Then a gang had turned up on his front lawn trying to kidnap the neighbor's kid.
3: Yeah. No yeah. fair. Enough. <laughs>
0: So I I do think Eli's is right that it is. He, it does show he's a good guy because it's also stuff like he stops you know Sue getting attacked early on when she's on her date. I also really like this film oh, shows yeah. that he just responds to like force and that sort of like you know dominant talking with him because uh, like he gets on instantly with Sue because Sue gives him all the back chat.
1: Yeah, he does.
0: Uh, and that's a great bond that forms. You know when he's talking with the barber yeah. and stuff that's when he's doing his best. Um, but then I think the best one is he, uh, the the father you know always tries to call him Walt but gets shut down and told to call him Mr Kowalski but there's the yeah. one scene where he turns up being quite dominant in his speaking is then when he's allowed to call him Walt yeah yeah, yeah.
3: and then
2: yeah with Tower with what what did you think of the the father character padre i quite liked him yeah, I yeah. Him.
1: me too also the only note for my film was um let me find it uh you know your effing up when you make a priest say jesus christ <laughs> for his own church yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah i remember
0: that being... you know, I, I think i think the father's got a lot of great moments
3: I, f- I think he does but um in the in the confession scene i sort of hate him like he's such he's being a bit of an arsehole isn't he he's like okay what did you what what, uh, what are you what did you do and he's like i haven't done anything and he's like what are you gonna do and he's like
0: he I'll knows just, about everything that's going convince. on in his neighborhood. He said he's like, he the... works with the gangs and he works with the Mon community. Like, he said all this. So, and it, so he knows Walt is prepping to kill a bunch of these gang people. And then it even comes across with like, he's trying to get the police to wait outside the house. Like, he knows what's going on, what's going down. So, he's there to like try and get him to confess he's going to murder them or he has murdered them or like, he's genuinely panicked. Like, part yeah, of his community has just initial, been murdered. Um,
3: yeah, the initial sort of like, but there's no need to be so like aggressive to him like when he's in the confession booth and he like confesses um i kissed someone at christmas party
0: what i else? did love all his confessions he came out and
3: with. and then he's like i know i confessed that i didn't spend enough time with my kids and then the priest is like is that it he's like
1: oh i liked that i mean what?
2: fairs like when, when when like a you know like a
0: jaded war vet who hasn't into confession in years, oh, you know, Yeah, Especially no, some... when it's like, is it, there is the question of: Have you just murdered some people?
3: I'm not saying. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying the movie <laughs> is wrong
0: for like these decisions. I just, you know, I just think
3: the priest was a bit of an arsehole Oh, no I really like him as
0: a character.
1: I thought that what? bit was nice because that was his sort of aggressive yeah, way of, of that, telling no, uh, Walt that it's okay. Yeah, it was, like... it,
3: was, it was. It was. It was good for the film, but it was. It was. It was a good scene in the film, but you know. I didn't like the priest, well, I liked the character of the priest, but in terms of liking the priest, he was a bit of an arsehole in that scene.
0: I disagree, but... But it
3: was purposeful.
0: So, things I do like as well with The Thing was they did show him as, like, sort of, tried to be the good church head and stuff. Like, when he goes out to meet Walt in the bar, he just orders a Coke. A Diet Coke. (laughs) Diet Coke. But, you know, then when stuff gets much more stressful later on, he goes round to Walt's asking for beers... <laughs> like it shows he is human yeah. and like he is a good guy. Yeah, yeah I, I love that like he will that. have those like debates with Walt as well about you know life and death. And I love that he mm-hmm. opens his funeral with Walt called me a overeducated twenty-seven-year-old virgin. Yeah. yeah,
3: I'm I'm glad they didn't just make him sort of big big religious man who like constantly cites like um the the Bible. He's like yeah, he was a genuine. He it's like the 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 whole debate was life and death. It wasn't like him bringing up, oh, but there's there's a god upstairs and won't being like, no, there's not. It was actually a genuinely interesting debate rather than just the classic sort of angry atheist religious man.
0: What were you gonna
2: say, like? Yeah, it it was more like he was a like a more well, like a father. You know, it was like he was care- as just a caring person, mm. a member of the community, yeah. rather than rather than you know he he didn't really have an agenda besides. Taking care of the people that mad in the screening. Yeah. Um, reminds me a bit of um, the priest from Daredevil. Don't know, haven't.
1: I've never seen Don't Daredevil. remember
3: him too well, but yeah. Never mind. Don't remember what he looks like, but I sort of <laughs> remember his role, so. It was, it's very it similar.
2: Help, it's fine. Yeah. A, he was a priest. <laughs> I, I do like <laughs> the debates
0: the father has with Walt as well, that, like, that they sort of each acknowledge that Walt knows more about death, the priest knows more about life. Like, I love that debate they have. Oh, I think he's a great character especially with the like trying to stop the shooting going on like he is a he
1: He knows like you know
0: the gangs have done wrongs but he stands by the his morals and stuff i like him a lot
3: also sure like is that a thing the cops can do
0: yeah because he would have asked he would have asked the cops there yeah so if the cops leave him there and he gets killed that's on the cops
3: right okay so the
0: cops have to take him away to say like we didn't leave him Outside a gang's house where he said there was gonna be a shooting.
2: Also, if you could if you could just like get the cops to ferry around then it's just like free taxi
0: service, you know. <laughs> oh there's gonna be a shooting's at Domino's
2: <laughs> And then a shooting <laughs> at my house. Oh no. Damn
0: I didn't
3: know if it'd be like a sort of like at that point like not 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 my problem anymore. They've Oh no no, that would be like will. if
0: something did end up happening, then it's we've got on right. record. He said there was going to be shooting here. You took him there. You then left then him there, and, was, and there yeah. was a shooting.
2: Okay, yeah, right,
0: yeah.
1: That would be pretty bad. Yeah, I just think it was a
2: bit bizarre at the time, but, like, after, like... Yeah, but, yeah, you made it clear.
0: Sense.
1: I've just had a thought.
0: Come on then, Amy.
1: And I'm... Okay. Okay, how do we feel about the idea that this is a white saviour film? What do you mean? So, the idea of a white saviour is sort of the idea in cinema where a white character saves people who are not white from unfortunate circumstances and people sort of don't like the idea of a white saviour film because it kind of implies that there is, that white people can, it's, it's a, sort of like the idea that white people can just save people of colour from, from their own circumstances and that white people's culture is right and that
2: people of colour require saving yeah it's a, it's a lot
0: like, like white so I would say by definition, yes, this film is that. Yes. But I think the actual film is not, because if you replace Walt with, say, a man in the community, it doesn't work. Suddenly you just have your Asian neighbour doesn't overcome anything to help you out, he's just a good neighbour. Great.
3: Yeah. Well, no, the...
0: Like, the film is the story of the guy set in his ways, fought against um, Koreans in the war, out-and-out racist overcoming that, you know, finding a family closer than his actual family. And then, he does save them in the end, yeah, but that's...
2: Yeah, I think the, the important thing is, like, he... No, yeah. No, I agree with the yeah.
0: I don't think the film's message is, you know, the white the white way of doing things is better, the, the white guy's the save, savior, best guy. Like, I think it is a... Because he is fallible. Like, he causes Sue to get beaten up and raped. Mm. Like it shows that stuff. Like it doesn't, you know.
1: Yeah, I just, I just, I just realized maybe it is a white savior film, and that doesn't yeah, make I it think... uh, inherently wrong. Um, I agree with you that it is a white savior film, and it's not, but it should be. You know, but it should, it is a yeah. white savior film, but intentionally rather yeah. than it's sort of aware, I guess, that it that's what it's doing yeah, rather it's... than doing that in an ignorant sense.
2: The character of Walt, kind of like within the the entire narrative of the story, kind of has to be white.
0: Yeah, mm.
2: well, like you know, I feel like I feel like yeah. in a white savior film, uh, I don't again I don't know much about the concept or the the ideas and things, but I feel like you could have like many different people play the the like you know the the savior,
1: yeah. but but it happens
2: mm. to be a white guy.
1: Yeah,
0: I think potentially another thing you could look at with this film is the fact that it may have been more of a white savior film if when they had like the. Barbecue scenes and the like, family party scenes. If they were at Walt's doing, right. like you know, having like American yeah. food and stuff. Yeah. But all of that was he went and met them on their terms and loved their food. And that then comes later in the film yeah. when they bring mm-hmm. their food, he shooes it away, seizes their food, and is like, "Oh no, this is this is way better <laughs> than my this American jerky." <laughs>
3: and as much as 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 you said, as much as it is is Tao's problem, Walt has sort of escalate, escalated escalated yeah. it a bit, like. He's probably the like one of the main reasons why the house got shot up and mm. um, Sue got beat up and raped. Like, so it is. It's not as if he's, you know, um, locked down in his basement and said, "I'm the only yep. one who can save yeah. you from this." Um, yeah. It's it's. But he, well, he did sort of well, imply that he's like, "It's my responsibility to save you," but it sort of was because
0: yeah, the reason for that as well is that it's not a. He's going in there, cowboy style, shooting no. the place up. And he's left his sidekick going to do it. It's the only way to solve this and stop violence on violence on violence is to get them all locked up.
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: So I think it is. Yeah. But it
1: isn't. Yeah, it is, but it's not in, it necessarily a negative thing. It's it's yeah, it is, but not in the bad way.
3: It is, but not in the bad way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm. I mean, I I know. Um, obviously, as for being white people, we can't say everything for sure about all these aspects, but.
0: This is my communi- this is my opinion. Like I, I'm happy saying that.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I I, I definitely don't think it's um, it's um, a white like a white savior film in a bad way. But I say that with confidence. But you know, there's often times you can overlook um, certain aspects of popular media when mm. you know you don't know what that experience is like.
1: Yeah, I just thought I just realized it. It was a white savior, and I just thought maybe that would be an interesting topic. But I, I think we're all pretty much on the same page in that it's it is, but it's a well told story, and it's kind of worth it being a white savior story because it has more meaning than maybe what the usual I white mean, savior would have, because he takes responsibility. Like also,
0: yeah, I think also running through it in my head, like thinking about it, like you've also got to accept that it is a story set in America which systematically has a lot of problems that's come from its history. Aye. And because of that, like it makes <laughs> sense then that the, the story pans out the way it does. You could replace him with a man of any other race that wasn't Asian, I guess, and it would work.
1: Yeah, I suppose. But, like,
0: the start of the story is, you know, poor American neighbourhood has guns and stuff like that going on. And then he happens to be in a position that he can help that.
1: I actually wonder if... I think it would bother me more if he wasn't white because uh, i don't know then you're then, a racist well <laughs> no 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 no, because no, no. then you're painting painting a kind of heavily negative picture of, of a community that already would have a bad rep because in america they pretty much hate everybody who isn't white
3: well it's uh it comes back to the sort of point that um every everybody i mean he I, i'd say he's especially f- uh for us growing up in britain he's a bit of an exaggeration but Everybody sort of knows yeah. a Walt, or has, like, or has met a Walt, or has yeah, seen I a Walt. I think
0: he's a very, I think he's a very good stereotype Where? because I do think you can relate to like seeing people like yeah. that. Because mm. it's also like, it's like someone said earlier, like a lot of the racial slurs aren't slurs; they just have kind of us. like built
2: into his into his speech and his, and his yeah.
3: manners and things. Um, yeah, no, but every everybody knows a Walt. I don't think. Um, I've ever met um everybody anybody um, so outwardly racist but they've definitely said some ignorant stuff or passively sort of racist stuff like you've, I've definitely heard people say go back to your country to people before Did
2: they say to you while you were on like you stuff went stuff like that and um yeah, like, like your, your friend, I mean, go back Just go you're your country.
3: Yeah <laughs> Yeah. No, but like uh, it's it's worse in the UK. One of the one of like the main things we've probably seen is like the sort of um, because it's been in newspapers and all sorts. it's the sort of argument that like immigrants are taking our jobs and whatnot, and uh, then they shouldn't be and stuff like that, which has sort of been the about the extent of the racism we've sort of I completely
0: disagree on that one. There recently okay. Sainsbury's did an ad where they had black people in and did you see the Twitter backlash? Oh god I
3: yeah. did not. I did not see the ad.
0: Yep, a huge number of people were tweeting we can't relate to that. You know, how, how are we meant to relate to that? You've just marginalized your biggest community. Racism is real.
2: Are you are you a racism right. denier Wally?
3: Yeah, no, yeah, it's real. But um <laughs>
2: <laughs> what I was <this? laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, got no.
3: Sorry, oh yeah. shit yeah. <laughs> Ex- oh no uh, say it. I feel we'll, like we'll I'm working you. on X Ex- we'll fix you Ex- in the edit Fine. no um, what, what I'm trying to say is um, I don't think that there obviously are people but I don't think today there are many people as outwardly racist as as well there's people as racist as as well but i don't think they're quite outwardly racist i don't think I've ever.
0: when you say today do you mean as in the youth of today or everyone today
3: well i i'm probably speaking more for the youth of today because i think the youth of today yeah i think it's important the to youth of today well. are the people i've grown up with and i i would consider as less racist than the older generations because the the people who who I'm sort of thinking of when I think of um I've heard racist remarks are like when I worked in a betting shop there was a lot of old customers who you'd occasionally overhear the sort of sexist remarks or the sort of um like very racist re- remarks on the sort of like when they're chatting about Brexit or something, there's some they've wiggled in some racism somewhere. Um but it's it's sort of more waltz very outward and what i've seen is very sort of passive and ignorance more than sort of this active racism which obviously i'm probably not going to see much active racism because i'm white and i've grown up in a i've grown up in a very white community and you know i've not been exposed to many other races so i'm not going to be exposed to many other I'm not going to be exposed to racism as much.
0: Point in the film, 100% you all would have seen and picked up on. Now, I wanted to bring it up just for the sake of, I was hoping one. this is the sort of thing that I think an actual film critic would have stuff to talk about here. At the very end, he dies in a full Christ-like pose, Like the full, full, you know, on his back, arms out in the cross. You know, after sacrificing himself, it's the full imagery and stuff. I feel like a real reviewer would have stuff to say about I that.
1: I saying the last thing he said was a Hail Mary?
2: I like to think that off-screen he said the other Hail Marys, <laughs> and that was his last one.
1: Oh, Did you actually cry? dear. It makes me... I yeah. cried. I actually cried. Oh, no,
0: I do like that that is the... <laughs> I felt myself going, going but I What got me in the car. It's a great and then moment. It,
1: and then the shot widened and Dave yeah. was in the car as well. <laughs> I was like, oh, the yeah. dog. The poor dog. But I, loved it.
0: Mm-hmm. but I do love that it was genuinely the only way to resolve yeah, that conflict really was. was something like that. Like he couldn't have gone in there shooting, guns blazing. It had to be a. Is
1: that a I imagine in it did you? help
0: that he had, you know, he was dying of some. Hmm. I imagine it did help he had some sort of ailment though that was killing him to be fair yeah. when he made that decision
1: he he was sort of go on sorry I also I, also do like the
0: stuff. I was just going to say I also do like the montage of stuff that's like clearly building up to something you're not quite sure what, <laughs> what when you watch it if like he buys a new suit <laughs> you yeah. know like all this stuff and it's like yeah. and the final scene is him in like, I, the yeah. I mean like you <laughs> see it him felt in felt his like, new suit that's the suit he's going to die in rather than like <laughs> that's the
2: suit he's going to be buried in yeah <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, you would, I imagine. I like he had the forethought. Oh,
1: yeah. oh, that made me sad.
0: <laughs> he is the sort of guy that was like, "I'm not leaving any of this to like anyone else. I'm sorting my funeral."
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: He's definitely someone who would plan his own funeral. Um. So we've talked a lot about the characters, and we were saying earlier how the acting sort of brings down our ratings. Um, and for me. It was the acting of, um, I think, Sue was yeah. not, mm-hmm. yeah, it wasn't was not great. greatly acted. It wasn't greatly acted. Aye. She had weak moments, um, definitely. Yeah. And um, there was just a few, uh, the, the gang, the, um, yeah, the gang think, wasn't greatly acted. I aye. think that
0: is down to the, um, mm. the open casting call they put out in the Hmong communities, which yeah. is great yeah. for the, as Amy would love, the representation and everything. Woo. They genuinely got Hmong people to play Hmong people. Yeah, Clint Eastwood encouraged them to ad lib when they were speaking, uh, Mong. Um,
2: but you didn't you didn't find problem
0: with uh
2: Tao's acting? Well, yeah, did, the,
1: the... Uh, yeah, I was gonna say Tao. <laughs>
2: there was there was a lot again us at problems. moments yeah. for me he had problems like it, it, when
1: he had to be like angry. Yeah,
2: like when he when he when he had to when he had to yeah when he had be, to be not be shy, you know. It, I think it just like it just it was shaky for me. It just kind of pulled me out. A little yeah,
3: bit. I think yeah. he was mostly good. I I, I um. It was, the, yeah.
0: I think it was whenever he had to do a motion, yeah. he struggled. It was when he was just sort of happy and hanging out. But he was I fine.
3: found, for most of the film, um, in my opinion, Sue was pretty. Oh yeah, I, I I've
2: that.
0: I, just, I never thought she only had a couple. Yeah,
2: I, I think it's the, the. For me, it's Tao had mostly weak moments for me, and then Sue had like a few. Because like I saw it fairly early, and then I
0: was kind of keeping an eye on him.
3: I saw it with Sue very fairly early. Oh, and I was keeping an eye on
0: her. I think the strength of this film shows though when you can say like two of the main characters weren't the best acted the film is still like outstanding yeah Yeah, that's
1: true
3: I don't I mean personally I don't think there was any performance I would say was exceptional to be honest I don't think Clint Eastwood's performance is exceptional but it was good yeah no I
0: agree with that I I think
2: it was very good the, the only thing keeping it from exceptional is the fact that uh, i've seen a few clint eastwood movies before uh and that's very similar to how he just acts like he's he's definitely like a that's kind of pulled from a bit of not obviously not all of it but like the demeanor is like quite is quite definitely is like his stage demeanor
3: yeah i i obviously knew he was playing a character but he felt like i've never watched a clint eastwood film before but he felt like clint eastwood
1: <laughs> yeah i don't i was going to say i don't really know anything about him i don't know about anything him, about him but...
3: But he, felt... he does
0: have a few different bits and bobs, but he does tend to play the sort of old loner. But he is yeah, very did good at it. It
3: feel like Clint Eastwood.
0: Like you, yeah. I, I think he he did do a very good job.
1: Yeah.
0: He's
3: very fitting in the role.
0: Also, what I do love as not bit. saying he's a racist or general but... trivia about him: when directing, he says okay instead of action or cut. <laughs> huh. Okay. Is that like
1: a kindness thing, or is he just That's... strange? <laughs> I think
0: he's just a bit weird. Cool. That's... But just like. That's not no, great, it's not is great. it? Like, okay.
3: I say okay, okay when I'm like, you know, it's it's time for me to leave. Okay.
0: Up. Up, like, whenever you go to like think like if you were on set, you know, to say action, you know, you'd have to sort of okay action, you would just stop up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's
1: awful. And then
3: yeah, everybody would just everybody was just like oh yeah. shit, we're filming. Oh, <laughs> quick.
1: I feel like that's less disruptive, maybe. I'm trying to imagine yeah. in what world. But isn't that
0: would... the point of action and cut to be disruptive? Yeah, it's to you be need like to everyone know quiet. When we're filming,
1: are... yeah.
0: everyone start talking. We're yeah, not filming. Like we just film between the okay. Make sure everything's. <laughs> That's so weird.
3: I mean, it shouldn't it shouldn't be too different because I mean you do know when the director is building up to say an action. It's not just sort of like action and you yeah. have to sprint up from like yeah, drinking mean, a coffee. You... you are. It's usually semi-ready. I
2: mean, it might catch you out on the first time you're filming, maybe. But then, like, after yeah. that, I mean, it's just gonna be... You gonna know what he's gonna do.
0: Well, he only had to put up with it for 30 days. he says okay days. a lot, then, yeah. <laughs> Damn, a whole month of okay.
3: It's like that guy from Phineas and Ferb.
1: Oh my gosh! Okay! okay. Oh my God. I love Phineas and Ferb so much. Anyway. Side note. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> really, that's the most passionate I've been this Generally whole... Generally,
2: you say side note before you make a That's side true. Note.
1: But I got too excited.
2: But, yeah.
3: Other, other than that, um, those those two characters, Tao and Sue and uh I think the gang, the um uh, the Asian gang was probably I didn't I didn't I think they were yeah. a bit weak. But other than that I think the acting was pretty pretty decent across the board, yeah. pretty good.
0: In other films we've talked about how they've balanced tones and sort of scenes back to back. In this film they have a real brutal set of back to back scenes of they have he beats up the gang member, they then have like the happy barbecue and you're like, Oh why are your knuckles bruised?
1: Oh, then the yeah. next
0: scene is the house getting shot up, and then Sue coming home, beaten and bloodied. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And
0: that is such, like, a... I don't know about you, but when I was watching it, like, it was the, the beat-up to the barbecue, the barbecue scene made me sort of completely forget about, like, the ramifications. Yeah. Then when the shooting comes, it's like, oh, mm. god. Yeah. Well, yeah,
1: I mean, that's what, that's kind of
0: something
2: I talked about last week, is, like, um, I, I touched on it. I said something about uh, when you've got like an intense uh, sequence or like or 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 scene or something to like. If you break it up with um, like something, like you have a reprieve, you have a, like a bit of calm. It mm-hmm. makes like the climax of that scene like so much more yeah, impactful. Dips
3: and rises. So,
2: so it's, it, I, I feel like it happens th- like in the same way with with like a yeah. you know a cause and effect. So if you if you, if you forget about the cause, then you uh, you'll yeah. be surprised by the effect.
3: Um, did did anybody think that they were shooting his house though? Yeah.
0: Well, so they did, they did I set it up to be like house. that, and then it's way worse when you're like, he's fine. Oh no! Yeah, it's awful. Like, oh shit! Why isn't he it's reacting? So oh,
3: so I was like, oh shit, the dad's gonna be dead. Where's the dad? But I did obviously they didn't have a dad. I just thought they did. So I thought <laughs> one of the pa- where is the dad? I've, <laughs> I've, I was like, I was like panicking. Nobody's <laughs> checking for him. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's I remember. <laughs> he's already
1: gone. Yeah, Yeah. I did also cry when uh, Sue walked through the door in that scene. It's awful. Oh, it just rips your heart out. I like that they do leave it as
0: well for a moment. Like, it's when when, uh, Walt walks in, they're looking for everyone. He's like, where's Gran? You know, Gran's okay. They see everyone's okay. Mm -hmm. And then it's the, where's Sue? They phone, no answer. Uh And they leave you at the table for a minute of just like a sat there waiting, not knowing. It's awful. It is, it is because
1: she could be fine that's yeah. what's even worse is you're kind of hoping she'll just yep. walk through the door and be confused yeah. as to why they're all so worried but
0: it's such a good moment of it's yeah. like you know the beat up sad you know sort of ooh barbecue you're like happy everything's going well you've got the like cute line of Walt asking if he if Tao asked the girl out he's like oh, oh you yeah, can go in the Gran Torino oh god cut to the shooting oops cut to Sue walking in oh yeah.
1: <laughs> oh dear
3: oh, oh, it is I, it, it, there's some oh, it, it, it well, just seems like that in any program yeah. where you see somebody so it beat up like that of... it's just it's just horrible to see
2: like when you see like especially a character like Sue was like bubbly and full of energy like the
0: whole time and then she just Shut walks up, in yeah. broken oh well, no I'm gonna cry again when she's gotta like, let her brother out of the basement <laughs> Like, she is then just removed yeah. from there onwards, like, it's oh, such a... No. Oh, no. I also did like, though, because when they were talking about letting him go in the <laughs> in the Gran Torino at the barbecue thing, in between the, the, the beat-up and the shooting, and I did wonder, like, is something going to happen to the car?
1: Yeah, really worried about the car.
0: <laughs> like, they're setting up the, the, the car, leaving this safe place that is the garage. Are they going to do something yeah. to the car? No, they're going to shoot the neighbours. Oops.
3: I mean, the car actually spent 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 yeah. a lot of the film out of the out of the out of the garage. Um, it was Walt only... didn't
0: drive it once. The only character to drive the car is Tao. Yeah,
3: but it spent like the only scene it was really in the in the garage was the when the um, girl going off to college was like asking yeah. what if she could have it, and then when I'm Tao sure. originally. i sure some kind to
2: of metaphor or symbolism to do with the car. And to do with its position.
1: Do you think maybe it shows that he trusts Tao because he's leaving it out of the garage after he gets to know Tao?
2: Oh. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Because it does start in the garage and it gets, like, kind of more open and, like, vulnerable yeah. as the film goes on, I guess.
0: And then... Ooh, could you go, like, you know, the, the car's, like, a symbolism for, like, the life Walt never got to have because he never
1: drove it. But he's given
0: it to Tao. Oh, maybe.
1: Yeah. Because he's never had life, yeah, yeah. Or only death. yeah.
3: I mean, knowing, knowing, like I the did love some of the jabs he had with Tao.
2: Tao.
0: Like, yeah,
3: you can't even see Because was like, because Tao like, says, "Oh, quit
0: smoking, it's bad for you," and he replies like, "So's being in a gang, dipshit." <laughs> 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 then there's sure. also like Tao's doing the gardening. He's like, "Oh, yeah. you know, the Mon considered gardening to to be like women's work," and he's like, "I see why you're doing it then."
1: <laughs> yeah, no Tao hesitation. Alan like, moves the washing
0: machine. He's like, "Don't let it slip out those little girl hands of yours." Even in his will, he's like, you know, don't put like some hillbilly flames on it. Don't put. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he gets in his last like slip in of bigotry, (laughs)
1: right right as well. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I did like their interaction in the basement as well when, like, he talks to Tao for the first time. Really, after well, properly talks to him um, about about um, the girl looking at him, and he's like.
0: I uh, has just made me remember that my favourite joke in the whole film is the when they're doing the like how to talk to a man scene. They're like <laughs> teaching him and they just berate him pointlessly for a while. Oh my god! And when that's he so actually funny. goes to the oh, construction yeah. site and he talks about the car and the guy instantly responds to it, like it's yeah. so yeah. funny.
1: It is really it's good. It's such a
0: good setup.
1: I was gonna say I think that's my favourite gag in the whole film.
2: Yeah. Do you like the way they they like haze him. Yeah. The most? Like, when they when they bring
0: him into the barber's. Oh, it's because they're like, yeah. yeah, so you don't have a card, you know, don't talk about anything. And then he comes in and he's like, oh, yeah, my ass is really sore from all the guys at work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that.
3: That's a good clap back. Because they were just, like, being, like, harsh, praising yeah. him. Like, I mean, he, he, the barber even pointed a gun at him for oh, yeah. no reason, like... <laughs>
0: Yeah, that was a bit harsh, but like I did like the rest of the hazing.
3: I did. I just. I did like his clapback. His clapback was good.
2: What did you guys think about? Uh, I think it was Clint Eastwood scene at what
3: the was end.
0: it? I did hear a so, gruff the thing.
3: 3 song.
0: I wondered if it was.
1: Oh. Yeah, yeah, it was Clint Eastwood. I
3: I didn't really like the song, so I stopped. Was I? It was a cute
0: <laughs> end credits. It was a cute credits. Oh, I just I just
2: thought it was quite quite. Yeah, it was a cute credits, but I,
3: I mean,
1: I guess since he was kind of in control of the film, he could just. You know, say, well, my song's going to
2: be done. By the way, I mean, like, I feel like he's not that good of a singer, so I feel like it's weird to to no. for, like put that forward.
3: He probably just he probably just wanted a song about Gran Torino. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was like, that's true. Well, we some stuff and just you know, started singing. why waste? Yeah, why waste the budget? Some of the budget on someone else? I'll just start. Fuck it. I'll do it.
2: Yeah. Fair. But
3: but um, has anybody got any comments on the sort of filmmaking of the film?
1: the The one point where I really noticed it was in the scene where um Tao is trying to steal the car, and the light starts swinging and it switches between them and you it's sort of one. you see a flash of each character and then you don't, and it's all disorientating. I thought that was really well done
2: yeah I yeah, like I think, that. yeah, I think generally like a lot of the the usage of light uh in scenes like really like affects the tone well um like there's a lot of scenes which are can't picture any in my head right now uh i think there was i think there was one one or two in the garage where like it had really nice like um like 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 the streams of light and things it was really nicely shot um Hmm. and there was like i don't know
0: it did well to do i was gonna say a similar thing Hmm. because it's the scene amy brought up like when i first started watching it was like it felt like quite badly shot because it was so dark you couldn't see what was going on but then you had them both fall over in the darkness because they couldn't see what was going, so then it was suddenly like, Okay, actually no, that's my yeah. good.
1: Yeah, it does make sense.
0: The other one that I that uh, I really liked that was um I thought shot really well was the um when Tao's getting jumped off to work. And they put the camera yes. like in the middle of the group getting bounced around and they do a lot of real oh, yeah. close ups and if you feel very claustrophobic and like you know, you are Tao there. I like that one yeah. a lot.
3: I found that um I find that good, but I think in this film it wasn't necessarily done too well. I thought I, it was. I found like the sort of the timing between the cuts and the cameras to be a bit. Um, they were just a bit too like I can't, I think it was probably slow, mm. to be honest. Um, like it didn't feel synced up between like when the shots would go from the wide shot of the fight to like putting a camera um as if you're in the fight it hmm. just felt a little off uh, they did the same for when Walt beats up the gangster that one uh, fell off
1: yeah so I guess yeah. that's an editing issue
3: <laughs> that yeah that's the one I'm talking about for me the more. targeting jumped one was fine yeah. the
0: him getting, when he was beating up the guy that one was a bit yeah. yeah it was
3: a bit I think that's probably because Clint Eastwood is an old mm-hmm. man and he likely can't move that great like you see it in um, the Irishman they de-age the actors, but they still move like old men because he did have a real old, old, old man walk. Like, this.
0: like I, yeah, I spotted right. it a couple of times on, th- on this watching. Like he is an old man.
3: <laughs> yeah, the se- the second sort of um, like the with Walt being up the gangster would have been yeah because Clint Eastwood's old, and you can only do so yeah. much with editing. Like he's
2: a full exoskeleton. He
3: likely he likely <laughs> couldn't do yeah he likely couldn't do that great stomps like. Probably hard for him to sort of like quickly lift his leg and stomp it back down.
2: Yeah, without shattering his like shin Yeah. Brother.
1: Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Say that.
3: One more thing on the filmmaking is the 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 film was obviously very um, well. All films are color graded, but this one was very noticeably color, color graded because it was hmm. just very muted. Like, yeah. everything was muted. There was so no when you're room. watching,
1: like, the first 20 minutes and it's a funeral as well, you kind of think it's going to be a pretty serious, upsetting story. It is. But it is. Yeah, it is, but it, it kind of it lightens yeah. up and has some humour as well, so that's not exactly it. what you'd expect.
2: It. It's yeah. a very, I didn't uh, notice the colour grading at all.
1: Didn't.
0: Oh, it's very muted.
1: Yeah, it's, like, quite yellow as well.
0: In hindsight, I can't see yellow. I can see muted. Yeah, it just feels like that's like the right color for it. Yeah, to me. I agree.
3: I'd I'd I would probably say it's a bit overly done at some points, but um, most of the time, yeah, no, it's obviously it fits the tone to be muted. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you don't want vibrant, happy colors when he's getting shot. It also
2: kind of makes it a bit more like it grounds it a little bit more. I feel like because it feels it yeah. a, a bit more mundane and realistic. So you know, you know, he's not just gonna. Um, pull out his his six gun and just go and just shoot them all down Yeah,
3: it it makes it um, muted colours make it feel a bit more dramatic and gritty rather than cinematic heroic like uh, in a heroic movie where Clint Eastwood would would, you know or like a a John Wick movie or something they tend to go for they tend to actually go for a bit more there are vibrant colours in there and there's, mm. you know, they tend to do lens flares and stuff even, but with this it was very sort of just muted, flat colours just
0: Yeah, For me that works though, I think it, I think it fits, fits it. the tone fits the themes, fits the because yeah, unlike John Wick and stuff, the action in this is never high octane
3: Yeah, no you don't need it It's it fits the movie to be mute, but in some places it could probably
0: could have been do quite like in this film as well, brighter. they do play the guns as quite lethal, like it's it's never like the sort of gunfights going back and forward where, you know, here is a nearly getting shot. It's basically just like a... If guns are in the scene, you're scared. Yeah, Especially I think when it's a have... finger gun. Mm. That one's even scarier. Yeah. I don't know, but I loved it. Right then, so towards the end of the film, end of the, end of the episode, Amy, what's your favourite part about this film? What was your favourite bit?
1: Oh, no. Um... I think I like at the end Tao driving away with Daisy and the Gran Torino. I think that's my favourite bit.
0: Yeah. Eli, what's your favourite bit?
2: Um, I don't think I have a particular like scene or, or part that I like best. But I think I'd probably say probably Eastwood's like comedic delivery. To be honest, I think that was like it shined through for me. Like a lot of the um, just like the funniest scenes with him, yeah, just really good.
0: Very good at clapping back. Yeah. About you Welly?
3: oh god, um, <laughs> drum roll. Uh, I don't know, I don't think it's a s- movie where you can really pick a favorite scene, it exists as a sort of entity. Um, okay.
2: yeah, I mean, Amy picked a favorite scene,
0: yeah. I wouldn't, I didn't even ask for scene, I said favorite bit, yeah.
3: favorite bit, okay. That then, <laughs> same, same point, I changed the word scene to bit, and it still works.
0: Lame. I think one of my f- One of my favourite bits in the film was the line of ever notice how you come across someone every once (laughs) in a while you shouldn't have fucked with? That's me. I I feel like he said that in another film before. He may have, but that line is so good. And they just realised they they've they've, messed
1: up. (laughs) Yeah,
0: because like, he didn't even have to pull the gun. Especially when he then follows it up with the finger gun. Like, they, <laughs> like... you, could, you could tell that they were scared before the finger gun. The it's guns. like, what's he going to do yep.
1: with his finger gun? Which
0: just makes it so much. Like, that line is a proper, like... Uh, uh... <laughs> right. Amy, Yeah. how do you rate this film now?
1: Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take it to a three and a half. I think this is my first in between, like this is my first decimal number as well. So three and a half. I'm just taking it down half a point for uh, an unnecessary amount of racial slurs. Uh, but other than that, uh, I think it's a great film, and I would definitely watch it again. So
0: cool, Eli. Uh,
2: I think I'm sticking. I think I'm sticking. I think there was a few points either side. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's a definitely really enjoyable film. Just a few minor things that I wasn't a huge fan of, but I think in general was I really really enjoyed it.
0: And Welly.
3: Um so yeah, it's definitely coming down because I think we've made a few good points on sort of like um the racism and the sort of um well, we've not made much more, but I was already i <laughs> um, in an R in whether it was deserving of a four point five and um, I think yeah, I'll bring it down to a four. I was debating whether to bring it down a bit further because I don't know if this is sort of necessarily my film, but I, I'd I'd so un- it unlike last film. week's film. No, it certainly wasn't my film, but um unlike last week I think um I'd I'd recommend this film to friends and I'd I'd probably, you know, watch it again. So I think it at the very least deserves a four. Mm.
0: For me, I'm sticking with my five. I fucking love this film. It's so <laughs> good. I love the storytelling, I love the action, I love the the characters, I love the dialogue. I mean, yeah, you could say it's a bit sort of over gratuitous in the, the language and stuff, but I don't know, I for me that doesn't take away. I can see why that would definitely offend or annoy people. But I think you just gotta, you know, accept that as the the art form that it is. Hmm. Eli, is it you next?
2: Yeah it is. So, uh next Next week,
0: uh, we're going to be watching
2: Kung Fu Hustle. <laughs> I
1: thought you were going to say Kung Fu Panda.
3: No, I would have loved Kung Fu Panda.
0: No,
2: I was thinking about Kung Fu Panda too, but um, we're going to be watching Kung Fu Hustle. That's yeah, the, with the sequel. Um, the right. Which is uh, a martial arts comedy uh, action film, generally. I mean, that's, it's a bit of a simplification, but it's what it is. Okay.
0: Well, we've been the Couch Viewing Podcast... Goodbye. Bye. Bye.
1: My man.